welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence Roots Base Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. It's Thursday and Thursday means a full day of Cubs pipeline stuff. Full day. The full day continues in two hours as the Myrtle Beach Pelicans hopefully begin a twin bill. Haven't checked on the weather in Charleston, South Carolina, and I don't think they put up a dome yet. But already today, the day has started in the Dominican Summer League. There were two games with entirely different types of sorts of results. And just randomly, I'm going to start with um, the Cubs-Brewers game. The Cubs-Brewers game the Brewers scored two runs in one inning and seven runs in another. The Cubs had six hits for the entire game, lost nine to nothing. Elias Fabian, two for four. Anderson Suriel, two for four. Gayuri Lubo, one for three. Lubo is a 2004 um, baby. He is one of the three 2004 uh, children in the Cubs pipeline. I say 2004 children. That's not dismissive. It's They were born in 2004. They were babies. That's when they were born. Um, the three youngest are Starlene Pichardo, Gayuri Lubo, and Pedro Ramirez, who's been doing okay this year. Ramirez had the day off. It's all good. Gary Lubo gets another look. And while he started off very slowly, he's been doing much better recently. If Gary Lubo continues to have good games down the last two weeks of the season, two weeks plus, I'm totally good with him getting a look, at least a look, in the States in, in the offseason. I don't know if he'll be ready for... Um, the Arizona League in 2022, but I would like him to get advanced looks. So at least, if nothing else, he's more prepared for his 2022 season, wherever that is. Brewers win nine to nothing. In the game with Cubs Blue, the Cubs led seven to three after four innings and won nine to six. It was a banner day, a banner day for Christian Hernandez and Frank Hernandez, who combined to go six for seven with three walks. Is that good? Is six for seven with three walks good? Christian Hernandez, three for four, three runs scored, RBI, walk, double. Frank Hernandez, three for three, runs scored, RBI, two walks, double. Leonel Espinoza, two for five, two runs scored with an RBI. Esmarly Tatis, two for three, two runs scored. Anthony Mendez out of the bullpen, moderately interesting line, but I like it. Um, four innings, four hits, no earned runs, no walks, two strikeouts, one home run. His ERA for the season is 3.04. Another guy that, hey, maybe... He deserves a look in the States. The more pitchers that justify themselves in the DSL, 
as being good enough to get looks in the USA in 2022, the more likely the Cubs are to have enough pitchers, enough upright pitchers, enough alive pitchers to have a second DSL team. And having a second DSL team ought to be a priority. The starters in tonight's games, Iowa will start Corey Abbott. Tennessee will start to be determined. (coughs) Myrtle Beach has one to be determined as well as Anderson Espinoza and South Bend starter. I saw who it was. Oh yeah, that's right. Jordan Wicks starts tonight. Last night, Jordan uh, last time around, Jordan Wicks pitched one inning. I don't know if he'll go one inning. It might be two tonight. They like to be very protective with pitchers because if a pitcher is injured, he does you no good. Um, I, I would guess an inning or two out of Jordan Wicks. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking with both the Beloit South Bend game and the Iowa game starting at 7. My preference would probably be listening to Jordan Wicks for however long he's in. Listening to that game for the first two or three innings. See how it's going. Then flipping over and listening to Alex and Elise on Marquee Sports Network. I like to support them all. I like to support them all. Myrtle Beach will get the first go. Like I said, in about an hour, uh, hour and a half, 90 minutes, two hours, something like that. Depending upon when they start, uh, depending upon how their weather is. But the um, Myrtle Beach and South Bend, Myrtle Beach's offense, the Myrtle Beach offense was borderline unlistenable the first two months of the season. Borderline unlistenable. Recently, it's been perfectly fine. Perfectly acceptable. I have no qualms listening to the Merle Beach offense. None whatsoever. And that figures to be the case on into next season. Um, Merle Beach and South Bend, as they get aligned offensively, as they get more entertaining offensively, and as players like Cristian Hernandez and Pedro Ramirez and Frank Hernandez, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. James Triantos. Alexander, um, no, 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 Kevin Alcantara. As more interesting players bubble up from the very lower levels, that means that the quality in Myrtle Beach ought to continue to be there. Then the players from Myrtle Beach bubble up to South Bend, the quality players in South Bend bubble up to Tennessee. And hopefully at some point in the next three or four years, the Cubs have total, complete, adequate depth at all levels on both the pitching and hitting standpoints. And the first time ever, the Cubs, if they get into a situation where 
dude, we need some help at whatever the position is. Instead of having to make a trade, giving away a top 10 prospect, da-da-da, whatever, they just go down, let's bring up the guy from Des Moines who's better than the guy we have now. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. That's the goal. And with Christian Hernandez and Frank Hernandez having a six-for-seven-day it's bordering on a banner day for the entire pipeline, even though the Brewers shut the Cubs out nine to nothing. After all, Gary Lubo went one for three, and he's one of the three youngest guys in the pipeline. Have a great day.